A lot of people say that, Father, it seems like the church in our 21st centuries had lost its way and we're going to hell in a handbasket. And I'd like to differ in that perspective. We heard from the first reading from the letter to the Hebrews. We forget that, my brothers and sisters, there are still many of us who choose to live the faith. Not everyone had abandoned their faith. When we generalize those matters, we forget the good work that the Lord continues to do in his church. That in the midst of our ecclesiastical his, uh, history, as well as human histories, we have had many bad leadership and bad things happening in the church. But God continued to raise up men and women of goodwill to sanctify her deep from within. We are standing on shoulders of a great cloud of witnesses who went before us. And it is our calling not to lose hope, but to continue to sanctify ourselves and to allow ourselves to be transformed by his grace, just as we have heard in the gospel reading today. Jesus desired to heal us. And when he healed uh, the woman who was living for 12 years with hemorrhages, Imagine the isolation, the shame, the loneliness that she had, being outcast from society because she had already been deemed unclean. Not only did he heal her, he welcomed her back and loved her. Just as he loved that, that little girl that everybody gave up on. And he told that, that little girl, Talitakum, arise, I tell you. You know, Jesus had that power to lift us up from the things that hold us down, to lift us up from the things that try to deter us, that try to steal away our hope, our joy, and our faith. So my question for you is that, do you believe that? Or do you allow all these influencers and all these voices to steal away your hope and my hope in him? St. John Bosco, the saying that we celebrated today, huh, did just that. When the Industrial Revolution hit Italy, it created a lot of social problems, right? Because uh, the parents were, were busy trying to provide for their family, busy trying to work and to put food on the table, and the youth were ignored, which caused them to be delinquents and lost. Huh? And he saw that. And he answered that with a fatherly love. Huh? Love uh, the youth at both the father, the spiritual father, as well as the teacher, teaching them right and wrong. St. John Bosco saw the problem, but he just didn't just bicker about the problem. He, he did what was possible in order to help those who were in trouble. Oftentimes, in the Air Force and in our society, we talk much about problems, but we never done our best to really give ourselves to become a solution in a very personal, intimate, and loving way. When I took my first pilgrimage, uh, 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 a group of pilgrims uh, to see the Shroud of Turin, uh, during the time when the shroud was open, back in, I believe, 2014. 
uh, one of the churches that uh, we got to visit was the church where, uh, where the incorruptible body of St. John Bosco was there. He was a very short man indeed. He was short. So he wasn't tall, but uh, his body was enclosed uh, uh, the, 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 in a classic case, which you can see him. And so St. John, St. John Bosco teaches us that a man of small stature, a man that would be insignificant in the eyes of society, became a great father and a great teacher for the lost. God uses us too, my brothers and sisters, in an insignificant way, not in the sense of the world, but in the sense of, uh, of his loving grace to lead those who are lost back to him. Do we believe that? And can we rise up and rise above all the things that hold us down and try to steal away our, our hope, our joy, our faith from the Lord Jesus Christ? Be John Bosco for the world especially be John Bosco in loving uh, the young, the youth, the lost, the one who seem to often be ignored, abandoned, forgotten, isolated, and falling through the cracks of our very own society.